Hello, Stylish Leaders. Matthew Simmons here. I want to welcome you to another great podcast episode. We have a return guest. We have, last time he was on, he was Big Tunes. Now we have, we have Tyler Turner. His name is Tunes now. He changed his, uh, he changed his name. So um, we want to welcome him back to the podcast. Again, you know where to find this podcast and uh, the podcast world on Spotify and various other platforms. Go back and listen to the other episodes to find out where we are. But uh, Spotify is a big one, as is Google. Those are the top two ones that we're on right now. So again, he is a rapper. He's an artist. And we want to spotlight him real quick. We're going to spotlight a lot of different artists, a lot of different entrepreneurs on here. You know that. So um, we encourage you to go listen to their stuff. And we will, I'll have him, I'll ask him some questions and then let him kind of give you when his EP comes out, it's coming out here soon and his social media and all that. So, um, thank you Tyler for coming back on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, um, so when is your EP come out? Uh, September 27th. It's the last Friday in September. Okay. So are they going to be able to find that on, uh, iTunes? Where are they yeah. able to find that? iTunes, Apple Music, and uh, SoundCloud. Okay. So you heard him there. That's where you can find it. Also so. Spotify, sorry. Oh, no, good. Spotify as well. So we'll be on Spotify. And he'll come back on closer to the release date. Uh, and we'll talk about when it's going to be released and if he's performing anywhere. And, um, and so I encourage you to go out there and listen to him uh, if you're into that kind of music. And definitely we'll encourage you to uh, follow him. He's one of our entrepreneurs that we spotlight. And so... Uh, we're all about spotlighting entrepreneurs here, so that's what we do. So let me go ahead and uh, stop rambling. Let me start asking some questions and let Tyler talk about what he wants to talk about. So, so Tyler, what rap albums do you, did you grow up listening to? Uh, well, I really liked the Carter Three and the Carter Four. I mean, to me, those were just the pinnacle of rap, or at least the pinnacle of what I listened to. I mean, to me, Lil Wayne is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Um, and those albums, I mean, I just remember being in like art class in like seventh grade, you know, how they made you take art in middle school, you know, and just because our teacher was cool. So she just let us listen to music while we were doing art, you know, and uh, I just remember listening to the, the Carter Four came out the year that I took art. And I remember listening to that album every single day. And uh, it just really, I mean, it just, that's what made me love rap. Just that album got me so into it, you know. Awesome. So now of your contemporaries, uh, which do you listen to most of? Like what artists do you listen to a lot? Yeah, probably most like Post Malone, because I am from Grapevine and so is he, you know. Uh, and he's just, I mean, the, he's doing something that nobody else has done. And there's so many people who are really just trying to, you know, they're like Post Malone clones, you know, they want to replicate what he's done in music. I mean, he's changed music just the way that it sounds, you know, I mean, all of his tracks are just big sounding, even if it's, you know, it doesn't even hit Billboard Top 100. I mean, it just, it all sounds so big, like it could be a Top 100 song. I mean, and the way that his lyrics are set up, they're just so catchy. I mean, his his hooks are just amazing. Uh, you know, I started listening to him at White Iverson, you know, whenever that music video came out. And, I mean, it didn't sound like anything else that I had ever heard, you know. And then he put out songs like Filling Whitney and Stay, which were just songs on the guitar, you know, him and a guitar. 
And to me, that just added another depth of what he can do musically. And so, I mean, anytime he puts a song out, it's just, it's amazing, you know? Absolutely. It, it's different. So what, you mentioned a hook. What is a hook? What does that mean? You know, like a chorus, uh, you know, like uh, if you're going to have ACDC back in black, you know, back in black, I hit the, you know, that, you know, just the, the repetitive, the chorus, you know? I got you. I got you. Cool. Um, so of your contemporaries, uh, not of your, I already asked that question. So what would your dream collaboration be? My dream collaboration would probably be Lil Wayne, you know, me and Lil Wayne. I don't know how it would work because, I mean, he would just outwrap me on so many levels. But, I mean, he's the guy who who got me really big into hip-hop, you know. I mean, before him, I was listening to, you know, like, blues music and country music and rock, you know. And, like, so for me, as now trying to rap and play guitar, it would be amazing to, for me to have gone from being, you know, inspired by him to making a song with him, you know. Oh, that would be a dream, for sure. So now, what? Now you mentioned that Lil Wayne was kind of the the person who kind of inspired you. Is that correct? Yeah. So sure. at what age did you did you being um, did you start creating in this medium? Like, at what age were you inspired to do? Like that? rap or just like being creative? Well, I guess both. Okay. Well, I mean, I was always kind of creative, like, even whenever I was younger, I remember I used to have these set of drums that, you know, I just used to play the drums, like, as a little kid, you know, it was just like a little kid set, and my parents got me involved in music, I mean, not by lessons, but just by showing me good music, and, you know, like, I... Man, I probably was like four, you know, whenever I had that drum set, never since. I mean, I've, I mean, I remember sitting at the dinner table at like eight years old, writing a song that didn't make any sense, but it was just so fun to just come up with lyrics, you know? I mean, I was making songs about like balloons, you know, like I had no idea what I was saying, you know, it didn't make any sense, but it was just, it, I was having fun, you know, just creating. And I mean, even up to now, it's not even so much necessarily music, but like if you go on my Instagram at the real big tunes, I have, you know, where I've started now working in Photoshop and I've made a couple, you know, uh, like paintings, like I painted Tyler, the creator. And it, I mean, they're not the best, but I am nowhere near a good drawer, you know, or like a, like a, a drawing artist. But it's just fun because I like to create, you know, and uh, yeah, so. Okay, and uh, you started rapping at what age again? I've only been rapping for like a year now, so. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. But I play it, but before that I've been playing guitar since I was 14, so. Okay. Yeah. So you've had some musical, um, I want to say training, but you have some musical background. Yeah. And I remember the last time we talked about music and the importance of it and why yeah. it be in it. and um, Yeah. And so, no, that's good. And so that gives hope for people that are just starting that might want to start and they feel like they haven't done it for a long time. But you can start and get an EP pretty quickly, right? I mean, for sure. I mean, it's not like I'm not putting that out on a record label, you know, but I'm, like I said, I'm just creative, you know. I like to create, so I'm creating this EP because that's just something I want to create, you know. I mean, I, I mean, like... I don't know if y'all really look into Kanye West that much, and I know he's very controversial, but I mean, he's a 
He's a guy who raps. It's friends with Virgil Abloh, a great artist, and he, you know, Kanye has his own sneaker line, you know? A rapper has his own shoe that he, he modeled himself, you know, he's creating. So I kind of see myself as like, you know, kind of in that sense that Kanye West is creative, I kind of see my sense in that way, you know, where I just like to create like he does, you know? Right. Now, so do you have, since you're just starting out, do you have anyone that is a mentor at this stage of the game? Yeah, I have a few. I have a buddy that was, you know, I used to live in San Antonio up until I was 13 or 14 years old. My freshman year of high school was my first year living in the DFW, and my first friend that I made living in the DFW, his name is uh, Keyshawn. Y'all might know him as Killa Key. He's part of the uh, up-and-coming rap group 1700. Well, I mean, uh, you know, and he's helped me so much, you know, just, I mean, I'll text him at 1030 at night, you know, just saying to him, you know, how much I love this music, you know, just making music. And man, like, I'm just glad to see where he is. I mean, he's, he played at South by Southwest this year, you know, he's up and coming and, you know, I mean, he's just helped me out so much. You know, I can ask him whatever I need to ask him. You know, he, he pushes me on, he keeps me going. And then there's also another uh, a rapper uh, named Mikey McFly who has been on tours, you know, opening for acts like Gucci Mane and uh, St. John, uh, who just signed with uh, Biggs Burks from, uh, uh, he started, uh, I think, Rock Nation. And uh, he, he, uh, he helped Jay-Z come up with his, you know, like, he helped give Jay-Z a start. They all, they all really, uh, you know, helped each other up. Well, anyways, that's St. John, but Mikey McFly is the biggest, you know, I wouldn't say the biggest mentor, but he's like, you know, he's been in the rap scene so long and he's done so much, you know, and he's coming out, he's about to come out with his second album, uh, but I mean, you know, I can ask, just like Keyshawn, I can ask him anything, you know, and he'll, you know, respond back to me, you know, and it's so hard to find artists that are, you know, that really care about the local scene or, you know, people that are just trying to come up, you know, just, just starting out, you know, you know, there's, it's hard, I'm sorry, I'm stuttering. No, you're good. But, uh, yeah, what I was saying is that it's hard to find bigger artists that care about people that are just starting out, you know? Right. So for like somebody like Mikey McFly who has who has done all these crazy tours, been with all of these big artists, knows all of these big people to care about somebody that's just starting out, it's really insane because that doesn't happen too much, you know? It, it's hard to find people who genuinely give back to the community of music and because nowadays rappers, man, they're just... A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are just in it for the money, for the come up, for the, you know, for, uh, you know, throwing money out. I mean, you look at guys like, uh, uh, I can't remember who it was, but there was a rapper who who went to London, had a whole bunch of London money and just peed on his money. I mean, that's a waste, man. I mean, it can't, I mean, money like that could go to poor people, you know, it was like $200,000, you know. So whenever you have artists like that who just don't 
care about anybody but themselves. It's hard to find someone like Mikey McFly who cares about somebody that's just starting out, you know? And that says a lot about him, you know, because he's been everywhere. Wow, that's good. It's good to have a mentor like that. Now, do you feel that uh, his advice has shaped your music? Or has, he's, he has, I mean, in what ways has his advice, like, shaped your music? I mean, I wouldn't really, I'm my own artist at the end of the day. So, I mean, I wouldn't really say that it's necessarily shaped my music, but it might shape how I put out my music, you know? I might try to see what he's doing, see what other people are doing, you know, and try to put myself up there because I don't want to just be this guy that's not, you know, I'm just doing stuff on a whim, you know, I... I mean, I just look at all these artists that are signed by bigger uh, labels, you know, bigger corporations, you know, that these artists have big money and big investors behind them. So they have to be doing it for a certain reason. Right. So I just try to model what kind of what they're doing, but they're not all doing the same thing, but or they're not all promoting their music the same way. I mean, look at somebody like Lil Nas X. He just changed the game with all of these music videos that he's put out and not even just the music videos, but all of these, uh, uh, not covers, but, uh, remixes of the songs that are, are of Old Town Road that he's done, you know? I mean, now you could probably, I'm sure that we're going to see more people put out more remixes of their biggest song. I mean, and you can even see that with somebody like Blueface and his song, Thadiana, how many, how many remixes of that have there been, you know, a ton. Right. And yeah. yeah, so I mean, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So, I mean, you might see me do something like that if I ever have a song that blows up, you know? I mean, the more the merrier at the end of the day, you know? Right. Now, um, what message do you want to convey in your music to your listeners or to the people who are listening to it, to your audience? In my music, I just want to promote positivity, you know, that really anybody can just, uh, you know, sit down and, you know, if you really put your all into something and you really just take your time out and do it, I believe that you can accomplish it if you put everything that you have into it. And I mean... I'm not talking of, I'm talking about something that's realistic. I mean, because not everybody, okay, you can't just sit down and say, I'm going to be LeBron James, you know, because there's only, that's so rare, but you might, oh, you know, I'm going to be the uh, best basketball player at my gym and I'm going to outplay everybody, you know? And I mean, after that, you might play semi-pro, you know, who knows, you know? And you, I mean, for me, uh, you know, my goal isn't necessarily to be like a Drake, you know, but to be, you know, for me, I'd like to make, you know, um, success to me would be able to have a minimum wage making sound, you know, I mean, think about that. I mean, people are, I mean, music is just sound, you know, right. Just sound waves and people are making money off of that. So, I mean, really, that's what I'm trying to say is that people are making sound as their inspiration. So if your inspiration is like, is realistic, you know, I think that you can accomplish it. That doesn't really make sense, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. No, that's good. Is there like <laughs> a, is there a 
<laughs> a topic, I guess, that you want to write the most about? Like, this is something that I see is wrong in the world and let's fix it, you know? Or is there like a, a part of you that you want to convey in your, your music that has, you know, like maybe a past thing or something? Is it like, so is there going to be like a theme in your music that, you know, this is, his songs always mention this. Is that because it's an issue you see that needs to be fixed or is it something you've done, dealt with kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. Well, on my EP that's coming out, I really just wanted to put some songs out, to be honest, just to introduce myself to the world. But I'm coming out with, you know, in 2021, I'm planning on releasing another project, you know, maybe an album, hopefully. Uh, You know, hopefully I could get some backing for it. And I want to be able to talk about, you know, my life and, you know, the things that I see going on in it, you know, just my experiences in life, even looking, you know, dealing with politics and, you know, dealing with my love life, because that's things in our life that we all have to balance out, whether you're, you know, right or left, everybody deals with politics on a daily basis. Um, And also, I mean, everybody has that person that, you know, that they really care for, or, you know, hard times that they're really going through. And I would just want to tell my story on my music and what I see, you know. Gotcha. No, I and mean, I think that's a, I remember, I don't remember all of what we said in the first episode, so I encourage you to go listen to our first episode mm-hmm. together um, if you're out there. But we talked about the importance of music, mm-hmm. and I'm reminded that, about that again because music is a medium uh, that can portray uh, feeling, can provoke thought, can stir emotion, can, um, can soothe, can arouse to action, you know, all mm-hmm. kinds of different things that music can do. Sure. That's why it's so important. Uh, do you? What is the music process? Uh, we're kind of switching gears here. I really kind of want to. Okay, so this is kind of like, kind of been based to you. But what is the actual process? The nitty gritty of what is it actually like to make music? Like to make an, e- an EP or to make an album? Like, to, what is the actual lo- logistical process like? Okay, I mean it's it's a lot of steps. But first, I might you know. First, the hardest part is coming up with what am I going to write about, you know? I mean, there's so many different things to write about, and yet I deal with writer's block all of the time, you know? It's it's just... So, for me, just finding the uh, something to write about is the hardest part, but that's the first part that you've got to deal with because <laughs> what are you going to write if you don't know what you're writing about, you right. know what I mean? So, you know, I might write try you know i might hear a melody in my head or something and uh come up with a hook and then uh once i come up with that hook or the chorus you know i might try to you know for me personally i go on youtube or you know uh beat stars i also have a friend named uh, unbiased anomaly who creates beats and he also produces my uh my my ep or he's producing my ep uh but we'll get to that later so I, I, you know, I find the beat, try, try to put what I wrote down onto the beat and see if it works, you know, because if I'm talking about love, I don't want something, you know, that's just uh, blaring, you know what I mean? I might want something that's a little bit softer, a little bit more melodious. Um, so, I, I, so I get the beat, you know, then... I, I'll finish writing the song, write the verses, you know, and then I don't go right to recording it because I like to have, whenever I go record with Unbiased Anomaly, 
I like to have several different songs that I can choose from in case the first song that I wrote, it's, uh, I mean, I thought that it was good, but then I hear it back and it's not necessary. You know, it's not right. Right. So, I mean, for me, I might write like three songs, you know, for every one song. And, uh, you know, then I'll record it. And then Unbiased Anomaly will, you know, edit it, you know, put in the bass voices, you know, uh, do a little bit of auto-tune. And then, uh, and then we'll, you know, that's one song on the EP, you know. And then, so the EP has four songs, so pretty much I did that four times, you know. Um, yeah, so that's how I make the EP, you know. And then I'll just put it out on, a, you know, somewhere like CD Baby or, uh, you know, another streaming service that will let you post to apple music or spotify or uh you know uh, apple music just to because i mean i don't have a record label behind me so i don't have a mediator that'll help me put it on there so i i lean on somebody like cd baby to get it on there um and then that's pretty much how it happens yeah cool cool and so do you have um so what try to think about because I understand, like, the, uh, how do you get past writer's block? How do you do it? Because, I mean, I'm an, I, I write, but I, it's more of, like, books form. And I can get a writer's block, and I, I'm writing either my story or I'm writing something. I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to articulate it. For sure. Uh, well, for me, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't write every day. I know I should. You know, I mean... At the, at the least, you should at least be trying to write a verse a day, which I don't do that because I deal with writer's block because whenever I do write, I do write so much. But uh, really, for me, it's just time, you know, just time thinking about what, what, what do I have to say about what's going on in my life? What do I have to say about what's going on in music? And eventually, you know, just something will pop up in my head, you know, and... Uh, you know, and that's what I write about, you know? Okay. Yeah, and, and that's the thing that I think, like, writer's block. I mean, and, and this is, I don't know why I want to kind of stop at this moment because I think this is a good thing to kind of touch on at least a little bit because I've heard so many different people who they were either screenwriters, they were authors or something, and they're just, um, they're just, they're just really stumped and they need to hit a deadline, they need it, but they just go out and they just, like, walk around the park and they drive through the city or they just, you know, turn on the TV and just watch a game or they just, you know, have a date night with their, their spouse and then boom, all of a sudden just something happens and they don't, they're not looking for it. Exactly. So do you notice that happens with you? Like you just pull away and then it hits you or? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, it's just all time. I mean, like whenever I have a writing session, I might come out with two bars or two lines, you know, in my music that I really like you know, and then I'm going to keep, but if I go sit on the couch or for me, what works best is I'll go on a walk and I won't even, you know, I'll have the beat playing, you know, that I'm trying to write to, you know, write the verse to, and, uh, you know, just stuff will pop in my head. I mean, I think that whenever you get your heart pumping from walking or running or whatever you do, you know, to get yourself excited or not get yourself excited. That sounds a little bit weird, but, uh, you know, to, you know, kind of put yourself in a trance. I mean, if it's video games or, I mean, for some people it's listening to music, but for me it's walking and it just kind of clears my head. 
And you know, all I think about is just this beat and what can I write to, you know, what do I have to say on this beat? But it's weird. I don't know how to explain it because I'm not necessarily searching for something, but something just pops in my head, you know? I don't know how to explain it because it's not like I'm going word by word by word. Like I want to say, I, you know, you know, I don't write it word by word. I might, I come up with a good sentence that'll rhyme, you know, and then I try to, you know, what can I say after that, you know? And then what can I say after that? And then what can I say after that? And, and you know, it's a snowball effect for me. So do you, um, do you ever pull, I don't want to say pull, uh, do you ever like listen to other people's albums and, you're not pulling lyrics per se, but you're pulling ideas. No, I don't really pull ideas, but I might get motivated by, okay, for, an example is I wrote, I had the whole EP written by maybe last time we did our other stylish leadership and uh, podcast, but Tyler, the creator's Igor came out after that. And I just heard what he did on that album and how creative it was. And I think that the whole album was maybe like 40 minutes, but it, everything that he did in that 40 minutes was just creative. And I ended up writing my whole EP again because of that album, just because it was like, look at what this guy is doing and then listen to what I'm doing. I need to get a little, if this guy is doing this and I need to be a little bit more creative, you know, he's really going out there hard trying to, you know, really accomplished something and it just motivated me to do better, you know, than I currently was doing. I got you. So that brings another question and this might be something that for all the authors out there or anyone that's writing, it could be music, it could be a book or anything. When do you know that it's done? Because that's something I struggle with. Like, well, I could always add to this. But when do you know that, okay, now this work is done, any idea can go to the next one? When do you know? I mean... Really, whenever it's done for me, <laughs> I know this is gonna be cliche to say, but just whenever I have nothing to say left, you know? I mean, whenever I've, you know, I can't, I've said everything that I have to say, you know, and so I'm going to end it there, you know? I'm going to end the song there. And the best ideas that come out of that stay and the other ones don't, you know? Okay. No, that makes sense. Um, that makes total sense uh, because I've always struggled with that. It's like, boy, you know, like, and the thing is, is I've, I always got something to say, you yeah. know, but I could also say, but you know what? That could, that could turn into, for me, it could turn into another book. Mm -hmm. For you, it could turn into another, al you know, album, yeah. or whatever, but, or it could turn into another chapter, depend on, depend on what, uh, what it is. But I think a lot of people struggle with, with writer's block and I think they do it because, well, they, they let the writer's block stop them from going forward yeah. with whatever their project is. And mm -hmm. I think that, or they're just afraid of writer's block and they don't, uh, they don't do anything about overcoming it. So they just, they're just defeated with it. And so I think that you should always, if you're out there and you're a writer of any kind, I think you should listen to this and say, you know what, I can actually push through it because there's a lot of people listening that there's an album that they're not that they're not writing, a book they're not writing or producing or whatever, that they could if they just push through the... Because, I mean, it's kind of fearful when you're like, okay, I, I have something to say and I'm telling people I'm doing this and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. That's kind of fearful, is it not? Yeah, for sure. Because you're dependent upon 
the, the process of figuring it out. And if you're just like stumped, you know, it's, you just, you don't know what to do. And so, and then there's that, the musical thing side of it. Do you ever hear like a beat or music um, and say, wow, I, you know, does it make you ever want to like redo your stuff because you heard a new technique done? Well, I mean, like I said, like Tyler, the creator's Igor, I mean, it was just so creative where I just rewrote my whole EP, you know, and, and not even, I mean, and that's just one example because that was the biggest one writing this EP because it literally made me re- rewrite my whole EP, you know, 